Now here we are. We are I am here, file the leader, to talk about a subject, man, here, and we are going to talk about a couple of things. One thing I want to talk about is Kevin Durant. Much love to Kevin Durant. He's a warrior. He went out a warrior, man. That's just what it is. He went out a warrior. That's just what it is, bro. People can say what they want. They can talk about Kevin all they feel. I mean, Kevin Durant is a beast. A straight-up beast, man. You have to really look at what he can do on the court. But injuries happen. He did this with Oklahoma City. He did the same thing with Oklahoma City. He did the same thing with Oklahoma City. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he's had injuries. It's happened before. It's nothing, you know, it's just the, the, the circumstance in which it happened. And people, and, and the way I look at things, you can kind of read into body contact. Kevin Durant isn't gone like people think he's gone. I think Golden State has a great chance of getting Kevin Durant back. I think if you had to rate on the importance of everybody, it's Curry and Durant. I don't want to hear about Klay Thompson. I don't want to hear about Draymond, everybody. Oh, diehard Warrior fans. Let's talk about realistic basketball fans. When you look at players and you say who they would let go, it definitely would be Draymond and Clay over over Durant. Like if you had to choose one guy, one guy over two guys, you do a Durant. It's only a couple of guys in this league that fall to that criteria where you can choose one All Star over a bunch of All Stars. That's the only way you can really rate that. So it was just real crazy. The crowd was ignorant, but you know I'm from Philly, so. You know, I seen him clap when Michael Irvin had, you know, when he hurt his neck. I seen that happen, so it's nothing to see fans act a certain way. I saw some Toronto guys kind of shut that down, tell the fans don't do that. You know, Toronto ain't been nowhere, man. They kind of excited. They want everybody to lose. They, 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 they out for blood, so... Like I said, it was a wrong thing. Okay, we're not going to this and that, but justify I mean, you could say, you know what? I'm going to let people put their word on a lot of things. Some things just is what it is. Ain't no justifying it. it. Whether it's wrong or not, it is what it is. That's what you say. Sometimes you justify things. Justify things means you're making it right. Not making it right. You say it is what it is. I'm not sweating over it. I'm not trying to judge it or nothing. It is what it is. Because in a game of sports, just like when God was like, oh, Deontay Wilder said he's going to kill the guy. He did kill him. Killed him. He killed him. Arrest that man for murder because he killed him. It's just what it is. Like, y'all, this softness of the world, the world is cut off. God, it's just so, it's just as bad now. Don't come, don't come for sports. Don't come for the sports, man. Coming for sports is just, it's it's just punk. It's just a punk way out. You cannot come for sports. Sports has one criteria. Do not come for sports. Unbelievable, right? Do not come for sports. So, um, it's 3-2. It's I thought that, I, I didn't think the Warriors were going to go out four games to one. Because that really would have meant the end. But if the Warriors can come back and win this championship, it creates a bond, a certain type of bond. If they lose, uh... I give it the 50-50, but if they win this championship, man, I don't know. Just looking at how they were, and, and the big thing is to also go to the other people's point. Well, people, you know, it's bigger than basketball, they said. They they just they got respect for each other regardless. Like, if, if, he, if he was leaving and they knew it, would they not go over there? 
No, it's not like that. People have a well-being. It's what they want to do. If they don't want to play for a team, the only people tripping is the fans and the analysts. Like, players know what the deal is. Some players trip. You know, you got those children that Russell Westbrook was bad for a minute. But him and Durant is cool. It's not like a, a – he just wanted to play with his boy. That's all it was. He didn't want him to leave. He wanted them to go ahead and do the championship together. But he got over it. People do what they do. You know what I mean? He went and got him a ring. You know, and this 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 number one LeBron – how is Kevin Durant over LeBron? Why? Because LeBron chooses not to play defense. We know he can. If there's something you're going to knock against, this man has been elite for years and years. If he chooses not to do something, knowing he can turn it up whenever he wants to, when he can turn it up, whatever is his weakness, he can have. He has something else in his arsenal that can make that weakness not uh, irrelevant. Not many players can do it. Kevin Durant, listen, if, De, if LeBron was with Russell Westbrook, they would have won a championship. Period, point blank. If LeBron was with... Westbrook, they would have won a championship, man. But he's with Durant. Durant needs guys like Curry. He needs a, a, a facilitator. Green really helps all of them out. He don't get the credit because he ain't got all the great superstats. He ain't hitting 50 points. But he knows how to play on both ends of the floor. He changes the game on both ends of the floor. He's a guy, on, on, when he got the ball in his hands, he can get people open. He can drive to the hole. He can, he can post you up when he wants to. He chooses to fall back and let Thompson eat. Thompson chooses to fall back and let Curry eat. All of them fall back choose to let Durant eat. It's just how it goes. But there's no way LeBron, what LeBron did before he came to Golden State, what did LeBron do before he came to Miami? He'd been to the finals. With a team, Durant had Westbrook when he went. Who did he go against? Did he win? Okay, that's all I wanted to say. Everybody can fill in those blanks. Stop saying like Durant can beat LeBron with, with, with one of the stars. It's crazy right now. It's unbelievable. There's no way in the world LeBron James, LeBron James lost to Kevin Durant. He lost to Kevin Durant. LeBron James lost to Kevin Durant. When? When he had three other stars. LeBron beat Durant when he had Westbrook. Durant had Westbrook. If LeBron had Westbrook, you switch it around. You give Durant, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. Don't sit here and tell me that Durant would win because Durant can't do it by himself. He can't get to a championship by himself. If you give him the team on his back by himself, LeBron has done that three different times with some of the most retarded. We don't care about the East. When he got to the West. Talk about you. Talk, everybody wants to say the East is. The East is a bunch of professional players. I don't want to hear about who the competition was. He beat a bunch of professionals. There's no way you're going to sit here and tell me that it's easy to beat a bunch of professionals. Kyrie couldn't get through the East by himself. Kawhi didn't do it by himself. He in the finals right now. You see the help he got? You see how deep the bench got to be? You see who he got to have next to his side? LeBron did it three different times in the playoffs without all this. We're talking about Boston Celtics with all the young all them young bucks was more talented than the guys LeBron had on their team that even beat them. Like I don't want to hear that. It's a bunch of bulls. It's a bunch of bulls. You can say what you want about the East. The East is a bunch of professionals. 
pro players, all stars. Total disrespect to say that you can beat the whole one man can beat the whole East nine straight years. That's like saying the NBA is weak because Jordan won all the time. That's just crazy, man. That's just ridiculous and crazy. No people do not know basketball to call Durant the best player in the game after what LeBron has been through. You always talk about what he don't do. Let's talk about what Le- okay when Durant didn't win. And, what, what did he didn't do when he didn't win in OKC? Because as far as I can remember, before Durant got to Golden State, LeBron had already won three titles. Let's just get the record straight. The best team, the best wingest team in ever couldn't beat LeBron when they had him down 3-1. But y'all, they talk about Draymond Green. The best analyst in the game, Stephen A. Smith, makes an excuse about Draymond Green. And what if he was there? That sounds retarded because he had one game to win. He had one game to win. Two different times. He only missed one game. Crazy. Super, super crazy. So, you know, I mean, talking about the Sixers and what the draft is going to go through and what that's going to look like. I mean, I'm just looking at who they bring in. They brought in Khalid Martin uh, recently. They brought in Jeremiah Martin from Memphis recently. Uh, the guys that I like that they brought in, I like Carson Edwards. I mean, we want scores all around Ben Simmons, all around him. You bring him off, he's like a Van Fleet off the bench. He might be a better Van Fleet. I mean, any guy that cuts up in the, in the, in the NCAA like that, hey, I, I say let's get them. And they're not going to just step in right away because you got Shake Milton and Zaya Smith and, of course, going to be some other guys signed. Um, I definitely like Grant Williams. If you look at the position that really needs the most bulking up, that's probably – you look at them having Milton and Zaya Smith backing up right now. That's what I'm looking at. But you also look at – Who's going to be at the, uh, you know, Mike Scott? I, th- I think he'll get signed back. Grant Williams. I mean, they got Jonah Bolton. Can Grant Williams, yes, Grant Williams would be a nice addition to their whole union. I think he's ready, NBA ready, pro ready. And when it's time to put him in, he's going to be ready. If you want to get a guy that's pro ready, you get Grant Williams. He can hit the three-point shot. He can go in on you. He can play. Grant Williams can play. He can play. I, I think if you look at the most NBA-ready guy at the whole squad, from Carson Edwards to Eric Pascal, you know, even Phil, well, Phil Booth might be the mentally most ready player, but mentally and physically together, it would be Grant Williams out of Tennessee. You put Grant Williams on Philly, and you got a guy that's ready to win and played at a higher level earlier in his career. You know, Phil Booth had to fall back, though. But Grant Williams is just the better player. He's the better player. And I think those are the two NBA-ready guys. If you're looking for NBA-ready guys, you want a guard, I think Carson Edwards, Phil Booth, and Grant and Grant Williams. Then you go with Louis King. Let me tell you something. Out of all them guys, the most talented guy on their whole squad, and Pascal, I'll put him in there too because I, I like him too. But Louis King is the most talented guy. He's the guy with the most talent. If you're talking about who, who if you want to draft off talent, you're drafting Louis King. That's just it. That's just it, point blank. You're drafting Louis King. You draft Louis King, let him develop, and do what you do. Now, if you're talking about a guy who's NBA ready, you you know who's the most NBA ready and most productive NBA, I think it's Grant Williams. Those are your two guys, Grant Williams, Louis King. And then if you you feel like you want to fall back, Phil Booth and Pascal could be there in the second round. It's no question. 
Both those guys can shoot. They play championship ball. And I, I wouldn't even be surprised if they went for either one of them in the first round. Philly don't need no show fire. They need a guy to go in there, learn the system, and be good. They need that. They need a guy. Phil Booth could be drafted in the first round. He ain't got to come in and step in. They got Shake Milton. They got Zaire Smith. They know these guys can produce. There's nothing to wait for. I mean, so that's the big thing there. I think when it comes time, it's going to be the guys right there. I mean, and Philly has brought in so many guys because now it's a little bit different. When you got to go for a guy and you're in the lottery, you, you kind of really got lesser people because you only got a certain amount of guys you're aiming at. And you know what guys will be. There's only going to be a chosen few guys available in that draft time. So you're trying to focus on them mostly. When you were at the 20 position and you're a team that almost went to the finals, I mean, they was in the, you know, being in the, in, the, in the semifinals and then losing the seven games, seeing the team you got coming back, which I think no doubt is Butler and Tobias until it's proven different. I think both of them come back. You bring those guys back. I think J.J. Reddick comes back too. You bring all those guys back and you look at, okay, who can I bring in to, to let them develop? That's what you're really looking at. You're not looking at impact. You're looking at who can I have in a couple of years that could be a fact on this team in about three years. That's what you're looking at because you really have everything else filled. Now you look and you bring it in. Now, if you think about it, maybe you want to bring in a starting shooting guard for uh, Reddick, which I feel like is crazy because you got Zaire Smith. What did you draft him in that position for? But who? I don't see no other guard, no guy that they drafted that I feel like is capable. I mean, no guy they're looking at except for Phil Booth. Maybe they draft him to step in right away. No, I haven't seen anybody they really brought in. I, I thought Tyler Hero and Keldon Johnson would be in by now. But they're not finished doing their workout, so we'll see what happens. Um, the biggest thing I want to really recognize and have my say-so in is we're going to talk about right now is where the Flyers are going. Yes, the Flyers, listen, they're making their moves, man. And they're putting people out there for trade bait. That's where I want to go to. Um, Flyers are doing with the Eagles, the Sixers. And the Phillies done. It's time to, to step up the juice. We're trying to win right now. Y'all the only people behind. Everybody else got the hype train except for the Flyers. And they want to feel that too in the city. And because they fan base is, I mean, dedicated. So them getting the elite center puts them in a whole nother bracket. That starts the train like they did, like Philly did uh, on Super Bowl year. They was getting people. Garrett Blunt, Torrey Smith. They started to get a bunch of people. But really, to, to me, this year is the year Philly did it. Philly, Philly surprised people. They got people in there. You didn't really think that team was going to win the Super Bowl until, like, like, you know, the third quarter of the season. You start seeing eight games come through. You're like, hey, this team look good. You know, by the time they won eight games, and look at their record after they won eight games, you're just like, whoa. This year is when they Malik Jackson and Sean Jackson got Vinnie Curry back. That's, that's what made getting Vinnie Curry back because he's a champion. Ronald Darby's back. He's at league corner. You signed Jason Kelsey and Peter's back. But Malik Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, that was big. And then you get Jordan Howard. The big names came this year for the Eagles. Carson Wentz looks – everybody can say what they want. Until a person get injured, I don't go by that. Oh, he's injury prone. We don't want to bring him back because Carson Wentz played the whole season. And then the, the backup quarterback took over and finished it off. Like, he always takes the lumps first. 
if you're an analyst, that, that's your presumption to go with a guy like that. But I don't go with a guy like that hasn't played that long and had two hurt years. He wasn't hurt his rookie year. His second year, he won a championship. And his third year, he got hurt. The second year, he didn't play after the Rams game. We saw how great he was. And then the next year, he didn't go down on the field with an injury. They decided to sit him out to let him recover. That just makes no sense to me. You know, he didn't go out on the field with an injury. He just decided not to put him in and put Nick Foles in. I mean, it looked like we was losing the season. To me, Philadelphia was like, look, we're going to try to win, but we're going to take Carson out doing it because we don't want him to get hurt. Because this season's a lost cause. In a way, it's a halfway lost cause. And that's real talk. It was halfway a lost cause. It's halfway a lost cause. Because where we were, the record, when Foles came in, the record was not, let's just be real. Everybody, before everybody got hyped, when they, you know, won their first game and they went on to New Orleans. I mean, they went on to Chicago. I mean, they, they beat Chicago and they went on to New Orleans. Played a good game in New Orleans. Stuff happens. People miss all the time. They miss passes all the time. I'm not going against Alshon because Alshon had a great Super Bowl. Had a good, he had good games during the great games during the season. He was balling with Nick Foles. Balling. They couldn't stop Alshon Jeffrey. So now you get to look at the Eagles and you you really want to you really want to be confident. You got to be confident. You, you got to be more and more realistic and confident. And what I mean by confident is that you can't sit up there and be scared to say the truth. I mean, we know Wentz is a baller. So I'm not going to sit up here and act like that. He's had four or five years of just been injury prone. It's, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to act like that he didn't get. He came in his rookie year. He didn't get hurt. When he, I mean, it just don't look right. But he's an elite player, so criticism is going to come along with congratulations. That's just how it goes. You're not great until you, especially you're definitely not the top of your list unless you got criticized. I mean. You're not the top of your rank if you just got criticized. Unless you get talked about and criticized a lot. Looking at the Eagles now, everything looks good. Everything looks wonderful. Simply wonderful. I'm loving the way the Eagles play. I'm loving the way the... uh, the team cooperates with each other, and they love each other. Jackson's become a role model. Uh, Howard's looking good as an all-purpose back, which is big. Nobody's going to talk about that weapon. It's just going to be whispers. Oh, he looks good. To the season hit, and people going to start going in their uh, – going to start checking their uh, playbooks. Oh, we didn't plan for this. And Miles Sanders already is a good receiver, so that's good to have two running backs that can both latch out and do their thing. Two running backs that can – be all-purpose backs. All right, and then you got J.J.R. Sega looking good in the red zone. Him and Dallas Goder, that's great. That's along with Zach Ertz, Nelson Aguilar, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey. You put two other guys. That gives you six guys, I have named, seven, that can catch the ball at the backfield and will be a problem during the season. That's bananas and dynamic. You look just for two receivers to be able to catch the ball. You don't really look for a tight end as much as you want one. At least you want two guys catching the ball out your offense to make something, do something. To get seven? Oh, 
seven guys who can hurt you. I know we ain't seen Arcega Whiteside, but we ha- or Sanders. But we have seen, we know how it's productive. We've, we've seen him be productive. We know he's been productive. He hasn't been productive as hyped in the receiving game, but you had to believe in the person who's been productive before that gets a productive hype about a, a part of his game that nobody knows about. Straight up. When you have a guy like Carson Wentz, he's going to extend plays too. Let's just, let's just talk about how sometimes these guys, not, everybody's not going to get the ball. It's just going to be divergent because people are going to know they can be. Everybody's not going to catch 100 yards or rush 100 yards each game. Sometimes it's going to be a one-side thing. Alshon Jeffrey might catch 100 yards. Nobody else do. But everybody else going and chipping 50, chipping 40, chipping 60, chipping 50. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be big. Gonna be big for the Eagles. Gonna be a good season. Um, when you look at the Phillies, the Phillies doing what they're supposed to do. Everybody talking about what happened last year. This is this Bryce Harper, Ramuto, and Cigar was not on this team last year. So y'all can go ahead and clear the house on that. That that's already gone. Sorry, these three guys on the team changed everything. McCut cuts is gone, but we already had a, a nice four. Now we get a good three. With Ramuto, Cigar, and Harper, that names our big three. Who will I know get extensions? And all three of them are going to contribute big this year. Them three weren't on the team that last year. So I don't want to hear about none of that. Seriously. The Phillies are looking for a good future. You know, Medina's doing good now. Maniac is starting to hit, and Hazy kind of got called up. What does that tell you about the Phillies system? These guys are starting to produce. Randolph, because he's Randolph, is still he's going to get traded. I, I'm just sick. When I see a top 10 guy, time for you to go if you ain't producing. Alec Baum is still being the beast, another guy. So them guys at the top of the of the list are doing good. They're doing good things. Suarez came in and had six strikeouts. That's another guy along with Cole Irvin. They got so many talented guys. They just need time, but... You're not going to get time on this team. You're going to come in. If you're not doing what you're supposed to do, they're going to use you for what you need and go back down. They got the guys they need right now. They're not going to spend too much for anybody else. It's not going to go down like that. So I love what the Phillies are doing. Love how good they're playing. Bryce Harper is starting to hit 251 now. Down from like that 210. He was really struggling. Now he's back. Bryce Harper's back. He will be in the All-Star game. There's no question about it. Jay Bruce adds something different. Whoa. I mean, he should be in the home run derby. You can say what you want, but Jay Bruce had 14 home runs. He has 20 home runs now. He has been an absolute monster. Like, seriously. I mean, what do you do with that? The All-Star game coming up. What do you do with it? If he stays with us the next year, that's something different. I mean, this guy can absolutely hit the baseball. I mean, goodness gracious. Scott Kangaroo. He looks good. You know, he's really been doing his thing, man. He's been consistent. He's the Scott Kingery they signed now. Now you're looking at, I mean, is he going to be a third baseman? I think he'll be one of those. You keep him and Caesar. That's two good hitters. I think you need to think about that, Phillies, if you're thinking about it. Keep him and Caesar. You don't find too many. I mean, Caesar's a good fielder and a and a good hitter. And then Scott Kingery at third base, you know he can play it. Put him over there. Just put him over there. I think it's good. Put him right over there. As far as pitching, just let it evolve. I mean, Philly has so many different combinations with Pavetta and Irvin and Effin and, you know, Eichhoff. They got so many talented guys that have bad games. And it's just time to stick with a rotation. Get one and stick with one. 
I will have a City Six uh, basketball recruiting update coming up. The first one coming up, Philly Sports Network, phillysportsnetwork.com, coming up soon. My NBA mock draft, NBA draft room is coming up soon. So we got a lot coming, a lot more interviews. Um, Sam Davis, a Temple target. Uh, that's one guy we're definitely, you're definitely going to hear me talk about. So it's, it's just a lot, a lot of running over targets. So listen, y'all, I just want to come and holler at y'all. I'm out, man. This is your man, Lita Johnson. Follow me at RiderLita247 on Twitter. Follow me. Uh, follow Lita Johnson on Instagram and follow Lita Johnson and like the page of Lita Johnson on Facebook. I'm out, y'all. Peace.